Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, but you can call me Cannabis Pants. I'm Ben, and I doubled my credits by buying a swivel chair. Well, there you go. That's a strategy. Yeah, I'm up to uh, like 200. Now, if you turn to the right, that's a different credit than turning to the left, correct? Yeah, yeah, everything is a new experience. So you got you got to get all the rooms. You can get the driveway like at least thirty times. There's uh, daytime, nighttime. Right, right. There's like two inches up, four inches up, six inches up. Which reminds me, how's the night ride on that? It's uh, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It could use an RMC treatment, but uh, I think it's, I think it's pretty great. That's fantastic, and I do want to say, um, you know, welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks. Uh, we're the first uh, podcast to RMC a chair. <laughs> I know <laughs> that could be a shirt idea. RMC a chair. <laughs> Seatbelts on hamburgers and. RMC chairs. RMC this bench. I was. Oh, did the music stop? I I turned it off because I have the non-produced version here on a recording, so it doesn't fade out. It just stays at full level because I haven't adjusted it. So I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, some here's some making of of for you BTS behind the scenes. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, add in the, you know, nice sounding fading one when I do our post-production. And to that, I will light a big green bowl. Which, by the way, I can't tell you how excited I am because fucking I was able to procure some legit-ass Girl Scout cookies here. E strain? Yes. Oh, okay. Because, like, I've tried cookies, but, like, I was always like, what's the hype, right? Mm -hmm. Then I smoked this one, and after two hits, I was like, I think this is the one. That's cool. I remember I've tried, I tried buying it a couple of times. Um, The problem here is, like, I feel like all the weed here is kind of the same. You're either, it's either, like you're either cracked out or you're super cracked out or it's like, okay. And you get sleepy. I wish, um, I think it's just the climate, like the climate here just strains everything out, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I think, you know, Colorado really has, is known for the indoor weed. Yeah. Which nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, like, it's good. It's good. Like, when you can find somebody who grows, like, legit stuff, it's it's fine. You can find pretty much whatever. But if you're buying stuff from a regular dispensary, like, nine out of ten dispensaries, it's kind of all the same at this point. So, it's kind of like craft beer. It's all the same shit now. You know, the thing with craft beer is, like, I've, like, reduced the amount I'm drinking for a myriad of reasons. 
So if I'm going to drink beer, I'll go with a craft one now, you know? Yeah. But the thing is with craft beers, it's like 90% of them, the only thing they sell around me is a fucking IPA. And it's like, (laughs) can we get a fucking, a porter or a non-pale ale, you know, or like a stout or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can you do anything besides a fucking India Pale Ale? See, I'm one of those people that prefers, like, I would say nine out of ten beers are IPAs just because of the, the flavor. But the thing is, is, like, at this point, the, the whole, like, trying to decipher the differences between IPAs is a little, it's old. It's 2022. Like, this isn't, uh, I don't know. Like, like what surprises me are people that are still into beer, like, current day. I'm not, by the way, I'm not knocking the beer hobby. I get it. Um, but, like, if you're still, like, really obsessed into beer in 2022, it's kind of like, you just admit that you're an alcoholic. <laughs> At this point. You know, I don't know. I, I get it. Like, like, why can't you just say that your hobby is drinking, right? Like, well, my hobby's beer. It's like, well, yeah, you like to go to breweries and get three flights and get smashed. Like, that's really what your hobby is. And then marking now, like, oh, the this one's a little nutty, right? Like, this one's a little lighter. I like this one. Like, I don't know. All the beer is the same now. It was cool 10 years ago. Now, just admit... You have a drinking problem. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting older because, like, alcohol has severely lost its appeal. Yeah, that's too. I mean, just getting not drunk like, in general. Yeah, not on the whole. Like, getting a good buzz. Hey, yeah. that's fun. But, like, not frequently. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I found I mean- that since I, like, reduced my drinking, which is basically, like, Maybe I'll get a six pack for the weekend. Like three beers will get me to a buzz where I'm like, whoo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think the pandemic kind of ruined drinking for a lot of people. Because if you think about it, drinking has always been a social thing. You take the social part about it out of it. Now you're just drinking at home every day, doing nothing. You do that for a year and a half. And then eventually you're like, eh, you know what? I'm kind of over this. Like this, it's enough. Yeah. It's like, I know where this road leads to. Yeah. Right. And even if it's not somewhere horrendously bad, it's never going to be anywhere good. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, that's what I've learned in this month of sobriety is that I actually don't really miss drinking at all. There's not, there's not like a single, specific type of alcohol or drink that I miss or crave for me, it's really just like that something to do that. I don't know what to do with my time where during the week, right. It's like, Oh, let's go out to dinner. But it's like, yeah, but I don't really want to go to a bar and get food, you know, get dinner. And then on the weekends, it's like, well, let's go out. Nah, it's all right. Let's just watch a movie. And then at the end of the night, you're like, Oh, I I'm not tired. I saved money on Ubers. I wake up and I feel fine. So yeah, I don't really miss it. Even like smoking weed. I honestly don't miss it. I'm obviously going to do it on February 1st, but like, 
I don't really miss it. Yeah, I feel like I might I might start just skipping a day here or there just for tolerance sake. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Cause I haven't done that in a long time. And yeah, I agree. Like I feel like I'm more concerned about like the the boredom and the like the stress. You know? Cause like if you're used to operating at a certain level, then you aren't. Well, yeah, that becomes your new normal. Right. And yeah. No, totally. Um, and what's interesting is obviously, I mean, we're, we're talking about people who are in our, our early thirties, but like, I think when you're in your, when you're in your young twenties, your entire life existence basically becomes about like getting fucked up. And then when you enter your later twenties, it's more like, okay, how can I live my normal life and still get fucked up? And then when you're in your thirties, you're like, oh, I got like other shit I need to do. Why does this suck so much? And then you're like, oh, it's because I'm still getting fucked up all the time. <laughs> so it's like, you gotta learn, you gotta like recalibrate your, uh, your vices a little bit. Yeah. Every once in a while. That's kind of like, I feel like I've, I'm not going to say leaned into weed. Cause you know me, I never leaned out of weed, but I've definitely laid uh you know, try to just like really curb as the alcohol mm-hmm. just cause I find, you know, a, yeah, you save a shit ton of money. Yep. Save money. You, you feel wake up better. better. Yeah. You feel better in general. You know, okay. Here's, here's what's really fucking creepy about, uh, the thing I don't like about the sober thing is that I can't remember the last time I've had super vivid dreams to where you wake up really shocked and scared or whatever. So yesterday, this is a weird dream. Now this sounds like it might be a funny dream, but in the moment it was terrifying and I was almost in tears. So for some reason I was like streaking down um, some street in Brooklyn naked with Steve-O. Not like with him as in I was his friend, but he was just there. Like we were just running through the streets naked for some reason. And then someone walks up behind me, points a gun in my back, and it's Tony Soprano and Ghislaine Maxwell. What and then the fuck? Next thing I know, we're in like a tattoo parlor and they handcuff me to a, a water cooler and they're kind of like talking to me and I'm like scared and shit. And uh like the gun, you know, the guns pointed at me and I'm like, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm going to die. This is how like, you know, I was like literally going through this in my head, like kind of crying in the dream. Um, and then Jizz Lane was like, all right, I'm taking you to the 54th floor. And then a group of kids walk into the room and they're like, Hey, we have a reservation for the 54th floor today. And then Jizz Lane was just like, Oh crap. Oh crap. She said that like 10 times. And then I woke up. What the fuck? Your subconscious has some weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was one of those where like I woke up like terrified and it took me a couple of minutes to get like, you know, where you like, when you, you're like thankful when you wake up, you're like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm alive. 
<laughs> That's what it felt like. I definitely saw my own death in a dream before, but I don't know. I didn't feel sad. It was weird. Anyway. I mean, but did you wake up startled? No, it was more like woke up like reflective, I guess, or confused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, I don't know, maybe I should call my mom or something to say hi. (laughs) You know? Uh, Yeah, no. So, fucking, well, glad you're, you know, finding some enjoyment in sobriety <clears throat> even though it's temporary yeah it's it's like normal there's really no um no difference so that's the best part yeah for sure i feel you there i um i made a radical change starting this month but hopefully going forward in that i'm actually exercising now Oh, nice. What are you doing? Fucking Peloton. Oh, that's right. You guys got one. Yeah, the motherfucker sat there for a long-ass time without us using it. So, uh, recommitted. That's good, yeah. After, once you do it for, once you start any regimen like that for a couple of weeks, eventually you reach the point where you can't not do it, and you'll get anxious if you can't do it. Yeah, I'm in the middle of week two now, and it's like, I get a little nervous before rides, but I definitely get excited about it. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, this is going to be challenging, but like, dude, legit, I've lost like fucking weight in just a week, you know? Nice, yeah. I mean, I'm also, you know, to fucking consciously eating better as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. If you're not, um, yeah, that, I mean, that, I don't know. You got to watch your, or you got to kind of track your calories. Cause if you're burning more calories throughout the week, you got to make up for it or unless, you know, what depends on your goal, I guess, but you know, well, if we really want to get into the weeds here, I'll get the fuck into it. I'm trying to lose like 40 to 50 pounds. Do you need to lose that much? Um, I put in my height and weight into a BMI calculator and I'm obese. Well, everybody's obese. I'm obese. I'm like 40 pounds obese myself. Well, so here's the thing, right? If I set it to lose so much, maybe I don't, maybe I do, but at least I'm going in the right direction, you know? Yeah. Right. And like you said, once you get the habits going after a few weeks, then it becomes really routine. And mm-hmm. so, you know, fuck it. You know, yeah, you and I are both in our early 30s. This is the right time to recalibrate. So, yeah, totally. instead of drinking, uh, maybe I'll work out <laughs> and eat better. And then on the weekends, I'll slam a couple brews. We and could, it's literally uh, t- a couple. And I get just as good of a buzz. And I never feel sick or anything. Think of how douchey this podcast would be if, if in like five years, this show just becomes like a sober show where like we're just on Pelotons recording. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Your favorite instructor sucks. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever like not smoke weed. You know what I mean? Yeah, same. Yeah, it's I've, just about, yeah. I can see some circumstances in my life under which I would stop for prolonged periods. Yeah, right. But I don't ever see myself being a non-fucking weed smoker. You know what you got to do is not smoke for a week. And then take like a 50 milligram edible and then ride the voyage. Yeah, maybe. um, Well, depending on what what the hell happens with Hollywood Nights, perhaps uh, I'll, I'll take a tolerance break going into that. Oh, but yeah, I totally. don't, I don't want to end up like you on the first night. <laughs> Cause here's the deal, dude. I don't know if I told you this, but when I saw Metallica in San Francisco, I had uh, 30 milligram edibles, but you know, California weed's fucking good. So like, this was way more potent than I was expecting it to be out of 30 milligrams, you know? Yeah. Right. So then at the show, everyone around us is sitting down. And normally, like, I'm just going to rock the fuck out regardless, right? But I got so in my head about everybody else sitting down that I'm like, I should just sit down. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> and it's like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I can, yeah. the thing is, is like, I can, pro- I can, I feel, I can feel that exact scenario. Like I know exactly what you're talking about. So like, I don't want that to happen because that was not during a tolerance break. Right. Yeah. Cause you like, know, we I- went to California and dispensary was the second stop, you know, and then fuck, it was a case of again, two, three hits in you go, Holy shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we don't get that fucking strong ass California. To be fair, I think my weed comes from out west, but by the time it gets here, it's not fresh and nice anymore, and you lose some trichomes and shit. I don't know if it's really fresh. I just think that there's there's such a large difference in the inventory of weed that 80% of it is is like, it's not bad. It's just not great. I don't know. Even... Like even pot shops here, it's just hard to find good stuff ever since. And it's getting hard, more and more difficult. It's like the yeah, but I mean the corporatization of weed is just kind of dumbing it down. Yeah, that's why the black market's beautiful. Yeah. Because it's like, it's basically now in legal states, it's barely illegal for the black market to operate. <laughs> Yeah, true. Yeah. So, and that's where all the good weed is. <laughs> like to me, dispensaries are only good when you're traveling somewhere. Cause of course you don't know a guy or want to have to ask at a fucking gas station or, you know what I mean? Just go to the goddamn store. But where you live, you can meet a guy and <laughs> find some much better shit, you know? Yeah, right. Well, I mean, that first day um, in Denver, 
when we went to that head shop and the guy was trying to sell us weed. Right. Yeah. That was funny as fuck too. He was like, do you get anything over there? Oh uh, yeah. How much they charge you? <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. If I hadn't run out of money at that point, like that was all I could afford weed wise. Cause like that was the last day of our, of the trip for me, you know, like, I would have bought some of the shit he was selling. Yeah, that's like um this is that's what's kind of sad is like it used to be a lot easier to find um to find people that grew and then now it's like I mean I guess it's not that hard. I mean there's that lesbian couple in Boulder that grows stuff their own weed and it's pretty good, but it's just it's like a pain in the ass like oh, I don't want to go to Boulder. Well, you could always grow your own too. That's legal where you live. Yeah, that's probably going to happen. Um, I was going to say, I mean, if if it was legal here in Illinois to do that, I would do it, but that's not part of our legalization here. But you guys are able to uh cultivate, I think what, up to 5 plants? Um I think it's like 10. 10 jeez yeah you're good dude because if you if you uh you know plant a few and then wait a little bit plant a few more it's like just kind of a joke i just want to throw one outside and not take care of it like not basically like don't prune it and just see what happens to it see how tall it gets um even if it you know even if the buds suck i just think it'd be funny to be like yeah that's a there's, I got weed. I got a really bad weed problem behind the shed. <laughs> it's just taking over everything. Well, no, the good thing you could do, even with shitty buds, you could make hash out of it if you're growing it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because even if it's that. shitty buds, you can take the trichomes off and the trichomes are still good. <laughs> you know, and and you can eat the leaves. That's true. Like a like a salad and a yeah, or um, blend them up and do a you know a smoothie. But raw marijuana or what raw cannabis leaves are supposed to have a lot of health benefits. That's that's cool. Yeah, Reminds if I had like access a, to them, I would I would eat them. I feel like that's something from like a Cheech and Chong movie where they eating a salad with like the with the leaves. It probably is. Although uh that would never ever get you high no matter how hard you tried. Yeah. I was just watching a video on YouTube where they made a smoothie with uh weed leaves though. And basically it was like apples, ginger, and weed leaves. Uh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And it's supposed to be good and healthy and the thing is, yeah, it'll never get you high, no matter what the THC content is, because it has to be decarboxylated. Well, God damn it! Look what's happening in the show. We're talking about greens, sobriety, working out. Oh, for out. fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Jesus, we're getting older. Or maybe we're becoming assholes. No, we're already assholes. Maybe we're becoming douchebags. Is it full possible? circle with that Steve O thing? <laughs> Jesus Christ, is it possible we're becoming fucking douchebags? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
It depends. As long as like, here's like, as long as like, we're not giving out naked smoothies at Hollywood nights or something and preaching about sobriety. I think we're good. I don't think the sobriety thing would ever really fit what we do here. I think if we went with both went uh, sober, we'd have to end your favorite coaster sucks and start something else. <laughs> yeah. It'd have to be like a family friendly show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here's real talk, right? We're 25 minutes in. We haven't talked about uh, a coaster or a theme park or anything. We did talk about uh civil chairs. <laughs> swivel chair credits. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring, I'll, bring two, next. I'll bring two to Hollywood Nights. You can get all the credits in the campground. Dude, if you go to an office, Max, you're like a well-traveled pro. It'd be funny. Like if you could get into some kind of ACE conference and convince them that you rode a thousand, you got or you, throw, you rode a thousand roller coasters in a year. Right. And then you start the presentation and you have a PowerPoint and you start with like, you know, so I started the year at American Dream Mall and then I went to Florida and then I went to Six Flags Magic Mountain. And then halfway through the presentation, you just show, start showing pictures of like office maxes and like swivel chairs. You're like, yeah, this is credit 50 through 60. This is 100 through 200. You're like, actually, I'm here to talk about office supplies. <laughs> um, the fucking, I was thinking, what if you wore like a VR headset on a swivel chair? And then played like 360 POVs. Would that be a credit? Uh, yeah. Because it's a new experience. And there's no right or wrong way to count. Right. So every POV you play with a headset on in a swivel chair is a different credit. Not of that roller coaster, but a credit. You still can't say... I've been on Terran because I watched the POV in a swivel chair with a headset. That doesn't work. But right, right. you could say I got a credit because I was watching the Terran POV while in a swivel chair. <laughs> there we go. There's some coaster talk. No, um, I did have something. I heard um, some unfortunate news that longtime park president at Six Flags Great America, Hank Salemi, had passed away. So that's a huge bummer. Yeah, that's too bad because it actually seemed like he actually gave a shit about everything. So, yeah, I mean, he was the park president since 2006. And if you think about how much the park grew and improved from 2006 to 2022, I mean, he definitely did a great job. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I, w- I was curious if he was there during the during the Marriott days. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> one thing I always thought about the like the Great America team management was that everyone has been there since kind of the the early days. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of people that have been there for a long time. I know I read that he was. At Great America, I forget what role he was in, in I think the early 90s, like the late 80s to the early 90s, 
And then he was at Six Flags corporate in the marketing department before becoming the park president at Great America. But it, but it really is a shame. I feel terrible for, you know, his surviving family. And obviously, it's going to be a different Great America going forward. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens. But definitely, definitely unfortunate, especially because this past year sucked with uh, a lot of passings. Yeah, seriously. Um, you know, Stan Chekett's passed recently, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. It's fucking bummer, man. And that's somebody else who, uh, you know, the community at large, we have to remember these people fondly. Because they did good things for our fucking hobby. <laughs> yeah, especially... Um Especially Stan Checkets, because SNS was kind of the. I mean, really, after Arrow, that was the only innovative U.S. company in the U.S. for for rides like that. I mean, you could say RMC, but I don't know. I don't really think bending steel I beams is all that innovative. But well, I mean, if that's the conversation, then really you can just point to fucking chilky so <laughs> yeah. he's the innovator you know yeah true although i mean fucking geez uh hypersonic so good i love that fucking ride yeah i mean that's the thing he was crazy he was crazy and he had a good uh a good engineering team so that was that whole uh Kind of early two thousands shit, all that, all those like weird prototypes that made a huge impact on the entire uh, industry. Like, um, along with like, I mean, because like think about all those premier. Remember, the, like all those uh, like premier rides, volcano, hypersonic. That um, wait, hypersonic was SNS, volcano was Intamin. No, I. I just mean like that whole like those like wars between the parks. Oh yeah, like the like they, they fed oh, off each other. Yeah, and it's interesting now. You know those rides are gone from King's Dominion. Yeah, that was they a, had so many launch coasters. I think they still have the record, right? Or is uh, it? Uh, no, they only have two. And I think what Magic Mountains. Gotta be on even footing at this point. But don't they only have one? No. Oh, they that's right. Three? Yeah, you could I don't know. Do you count that as three or four? It's no. three. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. two sides of Superman and West Coast Racers and um fuck, what's the other one? I think that's it. Oh, oh, full throttle. There you go. That's yeah. The one. Okay. Yeah. So it's three there. I guess Kings Dominion actually had four total, but I don't. Th- did they have them concurrently? Flight of well, at one point it was flight yeah. of fear. Um, 
Italian job, volcano, hypersonic. Only during 2006, because yeah. then hypersonic closed. Right, yeah. And then obviously much later, volcano closed. So yeah, I guess they had the most launch coasters. And, and now they only have fucking Flight of Fear and Italian Job. The worst right. of the two that they had. Which, and, and that seems to be like most parks have two, because Great America has got two as well. Right? They don't have anything else, right? Um, yeah, there's two. Um, that's Cedar Point technically has two. Oh, they had, yeah. They just Wicked lost Twister's uh, gone now. Yeah. Maverick. Which, right. we've heard what's replacing it. Oh, a sports bar? Are we supposed to, are we, I guess we can talk about it because we can't name our source. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, but I mean, Tony Clark already said it's for the whole family. So, you know, it's a sports bar. Trying to yeah. sling sling $12 Bud Lights and um, chicken chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> <Fucking>. <laughs> That's literally it. Little ranch dippers. <laughs> Some good old uh, drunk alcoholic moms screaming at their kids wearing the, the Bud Light cup around the neck. <laughs> but at least we get a good view of the, of the lakefront. I don't know. I won't judge it. Maybe it will be a fun place to get drunk. Possibly. Although it definitely sucks that they're losing a coaster. And then fucking Tony Clark's got the gall to go on Twitter and be like, you can buy a piece of it soon. (laughs) And it's like, did you guys really knock down a fucking ride just to sell pieces of it? Do you think he was trying to riff on the whole blue streak thing? No. Okay. So it was like, yeah. (coughs) No, I think they're just going to try to sell a little sliver of rail or something for like $200. 215 because it was 215 feet tall. Wait, it's actually $215. I'm guessing. But when they did it for Vortex, it was like 150. So what exactly did they... So when they did Vortex, do you remember like what you actually got out of it? A fucking slice of rail. So, but like how big? Are we talking like that piece that... Uh, like that piece okay. of Shockwave? Imagine one rail. Okay. And then just a slice of it. So like, basically they sliced vertically. So it's just circular. Okay, gotcha. And then it was uh, filled in with like a logo. Okay, that's stupid. Yep. They should just um they should just be like, all right, for twenty four hours, if you can come into the park, your own transportation, you can pick up any piece you can lift. <laughs> Like just for a joke, right? So, but intentionally cut the track off to like make it huge pieces, you know? So all these people show up and then they're trying to like pull it apart and stuff, but they can't and they can't lift it. 
That got me thinking. I wonder if, uh, you know, a sign is going to end up in some warehouse in Texas that'll never be available to the public <laughs> or something. And then it got me thinking, what if we started an organization called the International Roller Coaster Museum? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> And we could um, we could see if we could get a bunch of parks to donate shit to us. <laughs> I like that. That's probably yeah. That would that work. You know what? I think it's a good idea. Yeah. No. Totally. I've got some coaster shit sitting around my house here. You've got some too, right? Um, I think so. I should. I have a few things. Yeah. You've got like those arrow things, right? Yeah, just like tack those to the wall. Or, right. or what about in a van? Like a traveling it's just like Well, I shit. was thinking I was thinking just for starters we, and I'm being serious here. We rent a fucking uh storage locker. Park our coaster shit in there. And that is the home of the International Roller Coaster Museum. <laughs> you have a nonprofit, right? Exactly. Off some taxes. Yeah. And then we'll be able to take donations. Like if a park wants to send us a fucking seat from a coaster, shit, we can go sit it in the storage locker. I mean, the museum. Okay. So with that whole thing again, where is, um, so that's in that's in Texas, right? Yeah. What is it? Do you remember like what what is it near? Like what's the nearest park? Okay, so um it's near um there's like a field and then there's like a field and a field and I think for about I don't know 30,000 miles another field what I'm saying is it's in the middle of fucking nowhere Texas so you gotta take a flight in rent a car drive probably two hours and then you get there and then you walk around the museum for maybe 45 minutes to an hour and then you're like alright now what exactly I think they hit a home run. Yeah, yeah. I bet you we could get um a storage locker right off the strip in Vegas and put just our little collection of shit. <laughs> Look, I'm just coming up with ideas here. Or um at least it's gotta be near a park. It's gotta like um put it in Sandusky. Yeah. yeah. People yeah, actually visited could, then, you know. We could rent a fucking big storage locker in Sandusky and call it the International Roller Coaster Museum. And we can have a bunch of swivel chairs and VR headsets. Yeah, that'll be our that'll be an expansion, a new exhibit. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I get 30 credits before your trip to Cedar Point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, relive the bobs. <laughs> get the credit. 
Oh man. Well, that'll be fun. Guys, look for it soon. A new um nonprofit organization called the International Roller Coaster Museum. <laughs> um Yo, I heard some interesting news. Uh Six Six Flags is going to be sunsetting their membership program. What do you they're getting rid of it? Yeah, at least at some parks, but I'm sure that means it's going for most of the parks. So what's going in? So now you have to pay up front. Yeah, they're switching back to a pay up front model that costs more and has less stuff available, basically. Okay. I mean, to be honest, if it means that they can, they, I think they deserve more profit. The reality is, is like, it's not, it just wasn't a sustainable model. Oh, I agree. You know, like if you like, think about it, you're pay, somebody pays $80, right. And they go to a park 20 times. Right. And like, think of how much they're paying, but like how much value they're getting from the park every time they go for all the employees that are getting probably paid. I hope at least $15 an hour or more 20 an hour. Right. Like, same with Disney. Like everyone who bitches about Disney prices going up. It's like, think about what you're getting. You know, like in my opinion, a Disney season pass should be like $800. It's uh, way more than that. Oh, is it? Oh, is it over $800? Yeah. How much is it? It depends on the tier you're getting. 800 might be like base tier. So there's a bunch of blockout dates and stuff. And that's another thing. Um, Six Flags is introducing a lot of tiered stuff that mimics Disney exactly, especially, and this is over at Magic Mountain, but this is hilarious. They're doing um, individual uh, ride selections. Like, so basically for 14 bucks, you can go ride Goliath and cut the line once. 14 fucking bucks for Goliath. Magic Mountain Goliath, that is. So, okay, so it's like a pay one price flash pass? Pay one price, use it once on one ride. I, I'm i kind of in support of that. They need to just get rid of the flash pass. Like, see, I, honestly, I think Cedar Fair should do the same thing. Fastlane is, is stupid. It just doesn't work. It makes everybody's trip way more miserable. Um, like I'm pretty sure that if you were to average out the wait times with, with Fastlane and without Fastlane, even if you purchase Fastlane, you'll probably still get more rides out of like, think of how nice that would be. If you go back to like, you pay like, you know, Oh, you go to the park, the park's busy. You ride a couple of rides. You're like, all right, well, I really want to get on dragster. You pay $10, but then you don't have to wait in a Fastlane line. You know what I'm saying? Like you pay yeah, $10 it, and you literally walk onto the rod. Dude, it works great except for people who go all the fucking time. Yeah. That's right. the only people who get fucked over by it. Um, and if you haven't seen Defunct's Land, Defunct Land's video about Fast Pass, he goes into a very, very, very detailed explanation of how Q times are affected 
by various kinds of virtual queue and line skipping systems. Yeah, right. Um, so surprise the best, the best model that benefits everybody the best is likely going to be something like what you're saying. Uh, yeah, the park know. gets more money out of it. It makes so much, like, it makes so much sense. I mean, cause yeah, like think of how night, nice, like, I feel like most people could cough up $10 to skip one ride line, you know, like, um, or two, whatever, you know, like that's the thing. If you, if you pay $80 for fast lane, like, and you're skipping lines all day, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's so, it's just stupid. Cause then what happens is you basically just, the line averages, they average each other out. So now you're still waiting like 45 minutes, even though you paid $80 and then everyone else is waiting three and a half hours. But at the end of the day, there's the same throughput. So it's like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, it remains to be seen, but I think, you know, it's interesting that six flags is taking such a direct cue from Disney. I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that'll keep them alive. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's likely, you know, a, a shrewd business move. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. The memberships, I mean, at least at the price point, were not sustainable. Because you're talking, yeah, you pay $8 a month, okay. So, yeah, you're at 90 bucks. Add another 50 140 bucks for the whole year. And you can go anytime you want, park for free, and get a meal. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, that's, that's cheaper than living normal life. Six Flags basically became, like, um, you know, like a YMCA center of the eighties. <laughs> Have a good meal, get yourself clean, do whatever you please. Go ride the bumper cars. <laughs> Take a shit. Have a man in a creepy mascot costume. who's probably, you know, a little too excited to be wearing a costume out in public, you know, trying to take a picture with you. Yeah. So the other thing I'm hoping is that maybe this means they'll lean more into, you know, continued investments. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like everyone always complains when they don't build a giga coaster, but it's well, if they double the memberships, maybe you'll actually get a giga coaster. I think they also realize that people are going to pay the price no matter what. So they're not really losing anything. All the people that are like, I'm not going to renew my pass. It's like, yeah, you are. That's always the thing I don't understand. People get so fucking upset. And it's like, well, if you don't like the way things are going with whatever company, you just stop giving them your money. Because if enough people stop, they'll change it. Now, yeah, and it's not. And we're not talking about essential services like food or housing, right? I mean, this is 
this is a luxury. This is a luxury experience of riding, you know, $35 million amusement machines, right. For pleasure. Like nothing is, no one owes you anything. Yeah. But unless you can put your money where your mouth is and you go, well, I'm not going to do this anymore. Cause otherwise it doesn't matter. You could complain all you want, but, all businesses operate for the bottom line. Um, you know, other thing I just remembered Montezuma's revenge is getting a revamp. Sure is. Now. I I mean, it's all but confirmed that it's going to have what LSM's added. So of course also new trains. Oh, yeah. That's so I wonder if they're going to get the, uh, if they're going to get new trains or if it's going to be the revamped trains, like, uh, what, what was that? Uh, it's Wallaby Belgium, but I'm pretty sure premier yeah. built new trains for them. You said they won't do the trains. No, I thought premier built new trains for that. Oh, okay. Yeah, they probably, they probably did. That sounds right. I'm thinking, I was thinking of Mindbender and, uh, Colossal. Oh, what was it? Yeah. Revolution. I just don't think they can be retrofitted for LSMs. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it's a completely different ride, but it's, you know, it's still a shuttle coaster, so that's cool. I mean, they're not removing it. You know, that's a big deal. Let's answer the question right now. Won't be a new credit. Go fuck yourself. Speaking of those flywheel launches, uh, steeplechase at Coney Island, when I was there um, this past fall, I was surprised by that, um, what is that, uh, Zamperla motorbike coaster? I was surprised by how good that launch was. That was fun. Nice. I got to get there. Haven't been on the Cyclone in a long time. Yeah, and like the Cyclone's totally... uh, it's a totally different ride. That's what I've heard, so I'll give it another try. Um, Let's see. I heard some news. What news? Fucking... Oh, they posted a POV of Icebreaker. Yeah, so let's go check it out. We can give feedback on it live as we watch it. I've already watched the 35 off-rides of it posted the daily testing footage. Oh Lord. By TMZ or, um, the, what is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Did you find it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I got it. Cool. All right. It's launching backwards, launching forwards. Okay, it looks like there might be a tiny little bit of air. On Where the, the first like, half? Like in the little after the launch. Oh, yeah, it looks like it'll have a little bit. Um, the front looks pretty. Actually, it looks a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah, this does look pretty good. I, yeah, I haven't seen this before. No, at this speed, I think this is going to be. A damn solid ride. 
<laughs> Anything but chill. Two, eighteen, twenty-two. Well, that's cool. It looks really fucking dope, so looking forward to getting a chance to ride it at some point. And uh, also down there in Orlando, you know, the world's largest drop tower opened recently. Yeah, that looks really cool, too. I, uh, I've been watching all the videos of it. And uh, and it's only, uh, I think it's like $12. I was expecting it to be like 20 bucks, but I think that's a pretty good deal. You can ride it a couple times. Yeah, I want to do it. It looks fucking scary, though. My favorite are all the um, watching all the videos and just like hearing people talk about the ride um, as if, you know, as if they built the ride. If you like know what I'm what? saying. And that slingshot, the slingshot looks good. Did you see that video that um, was posted where some guy was intentionally rocking it back and forth? No. Oh, it was uh it was one of those videos where like it's not that big of a deal and I'm sure everybody does it especially if you're familiar with slingshot rides and you work there. But to put it out there as content creation as a way to kind of show off probably isn't the coolest thing to do. Let me let me see if I can find the link. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't seem like it's a super safe idea. I'm sure it's, let's see, I'm sure it's safe. It's more of a matter of, like, you still shouldn't do it, right? Like, um, I guess, like, the manufacturer or insurance probably doesn't want that stuff on YouTube on a high-profile, um, you know, in a high-profile situation. Just I just sent you the link. Alrighty. Let me know when you're. I'll play it again. Let me know when. Uh... Yeah, let's see here. I'm checking it out. It's on my phone. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like that just doesn't really seem like a good idea. Look at the facial expressions though. Too. This. That's the best part. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, um, I guess working a sky coaster and, and there's a lot of stuff you that, you know, when you work a sky coaster, you do that's safe, but you probably shouldn't be doing it or posting it on YouTube. I guess that's just sort of like one of those. It just, it just sort of screamed to me like one of those, like, Hey, like look how cool I am, you know, type of situations. And, and the reality is, like, it's probably not a good idea to put on YouTube. So. Well, now a bunch of people are going to try it because they saw it on someone's YouTube channel. <laughs> Have fun with that, ride operators. <laughs> oh, shit. What else has been going on? Not much. It's January. So, not a whole lot. Yeah, this month is a it's a it's a tough month, you know. But that's all right. We're we're getting through, y'all. It's the off season. There's some Omicron going on. Yeah, it's gone through my entire uh, my entire circle. Did you get it? Yeah. So 
It was nothing. Yeah, same. It was just like, oh, I got a runny nose. And then that was it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't feel shit. But it was like, I tested positive. So I was like, all right, well, fuck. Which <laughs> but, is good. I mean, that's like from what I read about viruses and mutations is that this is, I guess this is kind of expected because as viruses mutate, they, their goal becomes to become more contagious, but less deadly because they're trying not to kill the host body basically, which is why it's becoming more contagious and you know, less people are dying. Plus everyone being vaccinated helps too. So this could be the, this could be it. This could be the last, uh, last shit show. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, hopefully Hope so. fingers crossed. Yeah. Getting vaccinated is a good thing to do. Um, cause you know, it is anecdotal, but between Ben and I, we both got COVID and are fully vaxxed and you're boosted, right? The third? No, the... Yeah, the booster? Uh, Yeah, but I got it like... When was that? Sometime in December. All right, well, still before you got COVID. Yeah. So yeah, vaxxed and boosted. And we both got it and extremely mild. And that's being very generous. So... You know, let's all stay healthy uh, so we can make it through this off season and ride some fucking coasters soon. Cause that'd be fun. But if we don't got much else, then um, I'm getting pretty fucking tired. Yeah, the sober greens and exercise life. Look out for a future episode where we cast on Pelotons. Yeah, we're we're in full on douchebag mode, guys. So. Or or tr- transition the entire show to be like a Peloton instructor type thing. But the only way Look, to I just to really it want is you. you have a Peloton. Yeah, you guys crank up that resistance. I want that at a uh, sixty to seventy. Yeah, you can watch coaster POVs. But like, all right, guys, we're gonna do dragster. All right, this is gonna be a sprint. <laughs> All right, I want that cadence at a hundred. Want the cadence at one hundred twenty? Resistance twenty five to thirty five. That might not be a bad idea. Then it's like the beast. It's all right. I want you at a fifty to sixty five cadence with a a fifty to sixty five resistance. Yeah, I I'm, I think we're onto something. I like it. I like it. Instead of music, we're we're uh, putting in POVs, and of course, us just talking over them motivationally. Come on, you want to be able to fit on this ride, don't you? That, that, could, that should be like the whole thing, right? Where it's like, <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna try to. F- we need to fit on Velocicoaster. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, yeah, yeah. I see a, I see, I see a fatty drop the fat free Pringles. We need to get on Millennium Force. <laughs> Ooh, you evil Pringle bastards! Seriously, might have something. And like a diet and exercise coach for enthusiasts. Don't get the burger. Get the salad. 
All right, man. Well, uh, fuck. You got anything else? Nah, I'm all, I'm all good. All right, for sure. Well, let me run through the annoying shit real quick. Now, I actually have some housekeeping here at the end of the show. We have switched hosts. Um, so we're not going to get into who we're hosting with now because it's none of your damn business. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's really mainly for if any of you listen on SoundCloud. If you listen on SoundCloud, we will no longer be uploading to SoundCloud. So you're going to want to find yourself any of the other apps that we upload to. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, um, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. You know, there's a lot of places you can find us. And if you're looking for us somewhere and you have, and you're unable to find us, let us know. We'll try to get ourselves up there. So that's a little housekeeping for those of you who listen on SoundCloud. If there are any of you, we're migrating. So, um, please migrate with us. Now, for all the rest of you guys. Uh, you know the annoying shit. Follow us on the socials. We're not going to advertise what they are. Fuck them. We don't like them. But if you hang around on the socials, you can give us a follow on whichever one is your preferred. Um, let's see. Get on our Discord. And you know what? That's a thing we'll do real quick. And this is a nice bonus for those of you hanging around till the end because I totally forgot to put this in earlier. But uh, we got a question. Actually, we got two questions on our Discord. So, first up, Logan asks, and shouts to Logan. Logan's the shit. Go listen to Prairie Coasting. Um, he asks, if you could bring one defunct attraction and one defunct park back from the dead, what are you picking? For park, I think I'm going with Hard Rock Park. Just because I'm having a hard time of thinking of, you know, yeah, other dead parks I'd be really interested in going to. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't even like, there's nothing even at the top of my head to think about. Um, maybe, yeah, like what parks have closed? I don't know, like Opryland? Yeah, there's one. Um, Six Flags New Orleans? Yeah, Astro World. Oh yeah, Astro World. I guess I would pick the Texas Cyclone. Yeah, I'll say Astro World for the Texas Cyclone. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Change my vote because that looked the best out of all the ones we just kind of ran through. Yeah. Unless he means a completely separate attraction, in which case, um. I'd go with Volcano. That's a good one. Um, uh, the old school is fuck, but I'm going to go with uh, the the Bobs. The uh, Chicago ones? Yeah, the Riverview Bobs. Nice. I was going to say uh, the Crystal Beach Cyclone, but no, no, I think I'd rather ride the Bobs. Definitely a lot more <laughs> like re-rideable. Right, yeah, no fucking nurses station required. 
That's when they always say like, oh, they had a nurse on station because it was so terrifying. Now I'm sure it just beat the fuck out of you. And people were just going unconscious. <laughs> yeah. People were damn near having whiplash. So yeah, they might want some medical attention. Um, here we go. What regional restaurant do you look forward to dining at every time you visit said region? Thanks for the question, Mike. Metal Mike sent that one in. Del Taco, 100%. Every time I lose my mind, love Del Taco. Um, I'm trying to think of like regional stuff. Um, I would say Zaxby's Chicken in the South. Oh, yeah. And that's only in certain parts of the South anyway. Yeah, I've only ever had it in Georgia and Utah. Well, there's like one in Utah. Interesting. Actually, there's a couple in Utah. Actually, they're all over Utah. (laughs) Well, thank you for sending in the question, Metal Mike. Appreciate it. And if you uh, want to send us a question, or would you rather, we didn't get any of this week, but you can join us on our Discord. You can find the link in the episode description. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. We hang out. We chat. We have a good time. And a lot of different topics, I guess, uh, threads to talk about a lot of different shit. And we have a good time. It's a good crew in there, so come join us there. Um, You know, all our info is on our website, which we're going to have to figure out something to do with because we're not hosting on SoundCloud, and that's what our fucking page is now. Anyway. um, Well, here's to a smooth migration. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Leave us a voicemail, 312-4765. No. 312-572-9552. 312-572-9552. There we go. 5 raw, 5 LA. Yep. 312-5-RAW-5-LA. Five <laughs> um, yeah, you can email us, your favorite coaster sucks at gmail.com. And Deathpool. Deathpool's going on. Coaster Deathpool opened for... About another week. Get your picks in before the end of the month. So that is on our Discord. Or if you're not on our Discord, you can email us your picks. We will go over all of them for our first episode in February. And Ben will be very stoned for that one. And uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah, so that's it. Only uh, one more week of January. And that's pretty dope. I'm happy about that. So uh, we'll take it on home. We'll see you guys hopefully next week. Oh, Jesus. I'm forgetting something. Patreon. We got to thank all of our patrons. Maybe I'll make a list and insert it here. Or maybe I won't. But thank you if you're a patron. And we'll... We have a Patreon call coming up from our recording, but you probably missed it if you're listening to it the day it dropped. But there'll be another one coming up. Um, but you can find us there. And make sure you like and subscribe and rate and give a five-star rating to 
uh, us on whatever podcast app you're using. They're now available on Spotify. So for those of you who listen on Spotify, your five-star rating would really help us out. Um, yeah, now, now we got through all the annoying shit, got through all that stuff. Thank you all so much for listening. Thanks. Uh, thanks for bringing a, a clear minded sobriety focus to, uh, the show, Ben, so we could start off on such a, a high douchery note. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, in a couple of weeks, it'll go back to normal. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> so much clear-headed. Everything is just so much better. Like I can't imagine how anyone could drink alcohol or smoke weed. Like why would you want to be intoxicated and so foggy your whole life? Yeah, watch watch as the podcast comes whole circle until we become Mormon. <laughs> I also I'm, I haven't looked at uh, porn either this month. Congratulations. And I cut coffee in half. So Ben is becoming Mormon. <laughs> like I've worn nothing but uh, button ups and slacks. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, we're up. We're up out of here. Um, thanks so much for listening. And until next time, your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. sucks. <laughs>